Welcome to World Episode 332 of the Jamie Chance and Alex Podcast. And listener, guess what? Guess who this week came crawling back to the podcast? I was here last week, too. Someone was missing. No, no. we were all here last week. All three of us really? were here last week. Really? Yes. Really? Then it Two was weeks me. ago, I missed. I came crawling back. I came crawling <laughs> back. I swore I'd never do it again. But you come crawling back every week, though. Every here week. Here you are. Every week, here I am again. And, <laughs> and I uh, bet you've got some Overwatch news, huh? No. So, shit. No, there's nothing. There's literally nothing for Overwatch. Oh no! I, I played it's a bunch scary. of. I played a bunch of shit you thought I'd never play this week. Um, hang on. Ooh. I also uh, tackled my pile of shame. I was bored as fuck. This wasn't pile of shame. Um, I uh, I went and I got Judgment. The, judgment. The, the the Yakuza were your private eye game. Oh, this oh. is awkward. Yeah. And I got like two or three hours into it. Like, I did several missions. I ran around, and I really enjoyed that at any given moment, thugs could jump me. <laughs> For some reason, I really like that. You you give me, like, super over-the-top brawling moves to beat up thugs in 3D with relatively high fidelity, and I'm really going to enjoy that. But there was nothing open about it to me. Like, I'm running around this little open world where the, the shops are admittedly quite detailed, but I'm going from here to here. And then the next thing to do is go from there to there. And then the next thing to do, and there's never any curiosity. There's no place to reward curiosity in this game. So I think that might open up if I get further into it. Like maybe if I complete Act 2 or something. But Was this on sale on PSN or did you actually just have it laying around? It was on sale. I might have had like the PS4 version around, but I want to play the PS5 version. Uh, so I paid 25 bucks for it. Isn't this also the one that had that weird scandal with one of the voice actors? Uh, it was either the, that was one of the Yakuza games. I don't know if it was Judgment. It was Judgment? Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I don't know. I, I was listening to the English VA. I, mm. I assume they all do drugs, but <laughs> but they and they were all great. They were all great. But um, yeah, it was just kind of boring overall. Two hours, three hours. That's it. Wow. Yeah, a couple, and. Hmm. God, there was something else. There was something else in between. Um, oh yeah, there was there was one good point. There was one good part in judgment, and the, the woman who's like I don't know what she does at the law firm, but the story of of judgment is this guy used to be a super hotshot attorney, and everyone's so amazed because he's so good at being a defense attorney. There was this guy who everyone thought was a serial killer, and this lawyer got him off no problem. And they're all sitting around the office celebrating. Everyone's calling to talk to the young lawyer. And then the secretary gets a call. Now, the secretary is like Peppermint Patty or Daria, kind of. Like, the secretary kind of talks like this. And she's got hair, like, down half her face covering Straight her Straight hair, round glasses. No, she doesn't wear glasses. She's no. like a little bit of Wednesday Adams. Like, she does not have a little bit of April Ludgate. She does not have time for your shit. Um, she's taking this all very seriously and she puts the phone down and she just got the news that the serial killer that our hero got off, uh, went home and murdered his wife mm-hmm. and is now under arrest. And so we pick up several years later, the hotshot lawyer is now a down and out, uh, d- uh, private detective and his partner tells him that you got to go back to the law firm to get some work from your old boss for us and, uh, buy some of these, hang on, I actually wrote it down. Buy some of these delicious doriyaki. 
to, to butter up the deal. So uh, your first mission is to go to a store and buy some of this shit. And then you go to the office and you, uh, uh, you know, you talk up, uh, uh, you talk up April Ludgate at the, at the desk and you show her that I brought Doriaki for everyone. So I think this is going to be a fine little meeting. And then you go over to the desk and things are getting a little rough with the old boss. So you turn back to the secretary and uh, he goes, that reminds me again to Sensei. I brought something, I brought some delicious Doriaki for you. Ah, Sayori-san. Did you eat them all? <laughs> and she holds up a half of one. She goes, all but one. <laughs> or all but half. <laughs> and that was good. I was like, I gotta stop and write that down. Because that was some entertaining <laughs> shit. And that's as good as Yakuza, or as Judgment God for me. There was some... Oh yeah, I played some Far Cry 6. Redownloaded Far Cry 6. Just ran through the jungle a little bit. And it's really easy. <laughs> There's nothing too chat like it, it's it's accessible. It's designed. It is accessible, yeah. Yeah, and I I kind of want to crank the difficulty because I'm like that's kind of like. Uh, ooh, Alex lost his mic. What? Um. Reload. Close rejoin? the window and come back in. You can ask to rejoin. Reload. Close window and come back in, or just rejoin the. For the listener, the fascinating behind-the-scenes of just free rejo- podcast rejo- hosting software. Just rejo- hey, now we got hey, to rejoin the to thingy. Oh, thank God. No. Oh, no, I he's wrote here. I wrote it. Just rejoin So, yeah, thing. how's the combat oh, and judgment? He is here. Was it, was it worth it? I can't hear him. Alex? Hold on. Okay, oh, how was, how's the combat in, in judgment? Is um, it okay? Was it good? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Do you feel like Hallway guy? It was quickly... From- hallway guy? No, not even a little. Oh, okay. Not, it's nowhere near as good as Sifu. But it's also, just like Far Cry, it's it's accessible. I can get into this and start punching people and doing jumps off walls and smashing people with bikes for finishers immediately. And so it's it's immediately kind of fun in the same way that Mario is immediately kind of fun. Um, uh, it's, it's accessible. And Far Cry 6, at the same time, it's accessible. And it kind of makes me want to crank the difficulty to like have like some like really like Rambo shit going on and really get the blood pumping. Mm. And I guess it was months ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, but it was one of the episodes where Alex wasn't here. And I said, uh, I know I promised Alex, but when that inscription game comes out, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not going to do why? it. why? Because it's a fucking card game. It's a card game, and it's also one of Alex's little pernicious min-maxing games, where you got to like, go at all. to the wiki. You got to go to the wikis, and you got to figure I mean, out not that, necessarily. that if you get if this one thing that works with your what your fucking uh, uh, mouse card, uh, uh, and you get a thousand mice. First of all, and all you really need to do is figure out how to make the squirrel totem, and you're good. They never fixed that. No, absolutely they not. It, it, it's out? there for people that don't want to play the game. Okay, what it's still a good card do? game, even if you do that. What does the squirrel totem do? Make squirrels. Yeah, it gives all your squirrel cards powers, and you need squirrel cards for all the cards. It's like your mana. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I never got this totem body piece that allows you to get infinite mm. squirrels. Oh, you did? <gasps> and, listener, there's a problem. Oh, no. Because this has been yet another crushing example of Alex's impeccable taste. Hey! 
<laughs> like it's great. It's it's a fucking low res indie card game, and it's actually it's really brilliant. good. Fucking god. The card game itself is really good. The atmosphere that the games take place in is really cool and oh interesting. God. You want to find out what goes on. Uh, the mechanics of the card game is really fucking rewarding. What pisses me off is, in Act 1 at least, mm. you have very little control over the size of your deck. Yes. And there might be one awesome fucking card in your deck that you need to get through. But because you've just gone through the board, you've collected 40 fucking mm-hmm. cards. And that that's really frustrating. But but when you're in Act Two, the act of curating your deck becomes very important, and you become it becomes very easy. You're already on Act Two. Yeah, I beat Leshy. <laughs> I beat Leshy in like two days, <laughs> and I didn't look anything up to beat Leshy. The only thing I looked up was like one of the puzzle box uh, answers because I'm like I don't understand uh, what it what it's looking for. To open the where you run all the sliders mm-hmm. on the cabinet to get yeah, the card it's just it's just like card placement to block things and yeah yeah I, I I didn't understand that I needed someone to explain you got to look at the painting to lay your cards in a certain way to unlock this shit yeah and uh, but beyond that uh, no I just played the fuck out of inscription and um, it's a good time it's got a great it, atmosphere once it got to Act Two I hate the act yeah I know it's super midi. It's a super step down from the um, the creepy mm-hmm. stuff. From the creepy stuff of Act Don't worry. One, I'm really hoping. I'm re- yeah, okay, good. I'm really hoping we return to that later. You but do. at the moment, I'm tragically really enjoying min maxing my deck in Act Two, and I've got the Uru- yeah. Uroboros yeah, card. Yeah, whip that Uroboros up and, into shape. Yeah, and right now it's at twelve because I just figured it out this afternoon. Yeah, you're you're gonna wreck house with that guy. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's yeah, hashtag I, I almost feel right. bad for not enjoying uh, I've that never game. been more grateful right. for an. That's the most good. grateful I've been for an Alex was right since Hollow Knight. Uh, Alex was right. Alex is right about inscription. Gaming. And Alex was writer about Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. In you know, if I was gonna gauge the two right now, inscription is a seven. Hollow Knight remains mm-hmm. ten. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Colin. I'm absolutely am. I'm. I'm playing Overwatch with my brother just like we do every night, and then as soon as we're done to unwind, right into it. It's a good before bed game. It's a good waking up game. Am I mispronouncing inscription. it? It is like inscription. Like a script, because death, yeah. death, death is very important. Why the why? But if I were to say inscription... Um, it, it, it houses souls. And people and people were to Google that, they would find... Ins- they would They would, you know... Not find anything related to a video game. You got to write it with a Y. Inscription, listener. If you want to look up the game, if you've never heard of it prior to this episode, how are the controls on? Uh, I like it. Well, on the controller, they're fine. It works. Because I yeah, I'm they fine. put a cursor game on a controller and it works. Well, the only thing is, um, in Act Two, you know where you can pick up the mm-hmm. clover by the docks. Apparently, there's a tentacle that comes out of the water, and you have to yes. click on it. I can't find any way, any button to interact with it. On Interesting. Console. The PC version, you no. just you can move the cursor with like the right thumbstick, hmm. and no. it somehow no, works. There is, no, there is no cursor that exists in the console version. Yeah. I love that game so much. I might just get it on PlayStation just so I can play it on my bike. What? Well, on your mm-hmm. bike? Oh. And the what, setup, the, the fitness, fitness setup, setup I have. Is it, is it, is it not coming to Switch? Oh, it was already on PS5. 
Yeah, but you could like, oh yeah, because you did the thing with the TV. You got the screen there and the yeah, controller okay. on the front well, of the bike. It's only yeah. it'll probably only be like twenty bucks. Probably not. Yeah, it's not crazy. I, I can justify yeah. it, but the point is, uh, like a dragon. I felt really bad about Psychonauts too. I, 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 I appreciate that, but I have yeah, <laughs> I have also been playing a Yakuza game, and this one for free oh, this fuck. month was like a dragon, and I don't want to make this metaphor too complicated. But the best games to play on the exercise bike have a treadmill quality to it i i, I, I mean like is, if anyone needs to take a break if anyone needs some like some peanuts and some water okay but with yeah like a dragon you're barely playing it's like a movie that you occasionally yeah and it's perfect it's, yeah, yeah that's why it, that's it's the most turn-based mm-hmm. combat right exactly. turn-based combat okay. pretty good story really good voice acting a lot of fun i love its energy i like how you're you know like shitty shitty part of town white knights just doing weird, like Twin Peaksy and like Duke it or shit. It it's a nice atmosphere and it's a good ride. It was just this. There was too much uh, extraneous story. There's a lot me. of weird shit. Yeah, it spent it spent too much time um, setting shit uh, up. Yeah, and and not letting me. I was surprised how quickly I got through the first three chapters, like forty five minutes, just by skipping all the cutscenes. Man, your quads are tight. Uh, yeah, at least three hours today. Three hours mm-hmm. on the bike? Not a leisurely pace, but yeah. In a in a uh, in a mm-hmm. row? Well, I, I, I stood up and got lunch for an hour. I gotta say, but, it's it's a little, little inspiring that you're not just using this thing as a coat rack. Uh, me too. Me too. I'm surprised I'm actually enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah, like good on you. Look at you. Living yeah, so like, if you have any like you know, country drive kind of games, you would recommend. Red Dead Redemption. That is a great, great one. Oh, because t- <laughs> you just you set up your horse. I'm and just right in front of a big TV. That would look great. Ooh. But I I found that I would never set up the horse to run and then go get a cigarette or something when I played through it. I would set up the horse to run and then sit there because shit happens as you're running on the road, and you want to like hunting. gear off and uh, hunting or uh, um, all these stranger events that occur. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And I figured out I can use my local library to just like stream audiobooks and I've been tearing through some Ooh, that's cool some uh, Stephen King's it's kind of sad that only um, like it is cool that high school students across America get free access to I want to say the New York Times like New York Library yeah. or something like that but I was kind of sad that it ended at teen like why can't adults do that why what's your money they, they want money from late them. stage no, capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad thing. Oh, they're trying to make um all uh, uh, journals free to anybody pursuing a doctorate. I saw uh, a tweet this week by a writer who saw that uh, one of his works was on a pirate site, just a book, and it had been downloaded forty thousand oh, times. Mm. And if that number, he said, if that number of people had purchased the book, it would have made a massive difference to me and my family's well-being. And it's really, and I'm really kind of feeling weird about it. Yeah, I know. It's fucked up. So, Saints Row remained Mm, there. mm -hmm. I figured it might. I played it. I played it for like another hour, and it, it committed the worst video game What's sin. That? It's boring. Oh, that's weird. It's just boring. 
The shooting was boring. The characters were not that interesting. The world was boring. So I, I did the right thing, and I put it Good. down. Very mature Walked away. Walked wow. away. Look at you growing as a person. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I stumbled across a game called Midnight Fight Express. Nice title. Ooh. I looked Midnight... at it but didn't buy it. Okay. Yeah, so Midnight Fight, Expre- Fight Express is basically... Um, oh, shoot. The top-down shooter where you die in one hit... Um, um, uh, Hotline Miami. Ooh. It's basically Hotline Miami with a health bar mm-hmm. and slightly larger levels. There's like 40 levels total. It doesn't play there. that quickly, though, from what I've seen. Um, it doesn't play that quickly, but later levels when there's more gunplay, it might as well be one shot and you're dead. Now, when you but say you, Hotline Miami, I, I imagine procedurally generated levels with a bunch of thugs uh, that maybe you haven't seen in these positions before. No, it is not procedurally generated, oh. but it, it, it's, it does feel like it moves at that kind of pace. The combat mm-hmm. reminds me of Hotline Miami, and the creator is aware of that because there's a cameo by like three guys from Hotline Miami. Hmm. Like the animal masks, they just show up and ask, if, have you heard a phone ring? We have an assignment. Um, but you have, I mean, at the end of every level you gain a point to unlock some skill. Mm-hmm. So by the time you reach the 40th level, you can unlock everything. And and some of them are very useful. There's there's just disarm ones. You walk up, hit a button, disarm, grab their their gun or sword, whatever, and attack them with it. That's it's awesome. just, it's very smooth playing, and, and the difficulty ramps up. Like, Hotline Miami is, is difficult from, from out the outset. Like, it's hard mm-hmm. right away. This one, it gives you a good 10 to 15 levels where it's not that bad. You kind of get the feel of things. It's okay. You don't die immediately. And then, <laughs> I remember specifically the level. There's a level where outside of a biker bar, and you've got bikers coming at you, and then occasionally somebody will drive through on a motorcycle and one hit kill you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so you have to deal with them and fight. And then, like, two levels later, you're on a catwalk with a helicopter outside shooting at you. And if you don't dodge the bullets, you die in one hit. So it, 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 it lets you learn it, and then it's like, fuck you, now I'm hard. Can you get the guys off the bike? Um, no, but if you dodge at the right time, you get them to run, you can get them to run into other things. It's kind of hilarious. God, um, you're making, this sounds pretty appealing to me. It's, it, it is. You, you, you absolutely need to turn your brain off, though, because the story is dumb. It's stupid. Well, I do smoke a lot. <laughs> and there, there's no voice acting. Yeah, there's, there's no voice acting. So this, this is, you're in this purely for the gameplay of it. And I mean, at one point, um, I'm fighting this ninja guy, and I, I, I kill him, and he drops his sword. I pick up a sword, and I hadn't had a sword before. And suddenly, I start literally cutting people in half, like they Ooh. fall into two pieces on the ground. It was just amazing. Ah, fuck. Um, it's, it's just it's a solid action game. Do not expect it to change your world or outlook on life, but expect it to, as you push buttons, cool things happen. The, oh, my only complaint is that there is a, a rope gun that you unlock okay. with like 10 levels left. And one of the skills of that is shoot a guy from across the area, grab their gun, and pull it back to you. And it, it's amazing when you finally get it. Um, one of the complaint would be as you unlock new abilities, you can kind of go into a practice room to practice them, but it's kind of difficult to get it to spawn what you want. I don't know. I didn't even mess with it. I just kind of ran through the stuff that I had. Hmm. So, I, I mean, it was... It's a lot of fun. It, it really does feel like kind of a natural update of Hotline Miami or Hotline Miami 2. Did you finish it? But it was good. I enjoyed it. You finished it? I did finish it. Oh, good for you. No, it was very enjoyable. I watched some movies this week. I watched a couple shows. 
four movies. What did you watch? What did I watch? I finally finished two, the first season of Two Come Birdie. I regret waiting this long. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? No, never finished. Um, it's dark. It, it's not as like I, I didn't want to like hold it to BoJack Horseman joke standards because it's a very different show. I I didn't like it as much. It was kind of like at first whimsical, turned up to eleven in a way that wasn't appealing to me personally. But it it ends up telling a story where telling like one of the characters has like a problem with alcoholism to the point where uh she can't really date sober. Mm-hmm. And it just says start saying some really interesting things about the two main characters and it's well worth your time. And I'm trying to find okay. season two and three, but I can't because I don't have HBO Max. I, I thought two was on Netflix. Just the first one. Yeah. Okay, what else you need? Um uh watched Abbott Elementary again. Okay. This time with uh, my fiance, a teacher watching, but next to me, and she was just like, "This is too real. Like, you have to stop now." <laughs> <laughs> like when like I'm not at work today. Can we not talk? About like this, when please? the lights go out in one episode, and a kid starts screaming. She's like, "I can't do this right now. I can't listen to that." You got to let her not be at work. She, she wanted on, to drive. Like I'm ready for more. He's like, "It's a good show. I just need <laughs> some distance." How many episodes? We, we were up to the uh, step uh, the step team episode okay yeah so pretty far did you watch um did we talk about house of the dragon Have you seen it's it? boring the crap out of me yes yeah it's yeah. not good it's like it's like you know this this uh the the prince is totally planning to rebel against do the crown it and the princess is do something dragon. and then that's right and then the princess is like well if you want to if you actually do want to kill me here i am just fucking do it somebody do and something good god yeah, and what happened was nothing. We threw, we like, threw an oh, egg. Fuck. We almost had steaks. Meanwhile, did you watch that two and a half minute trailer for The Rings of Power? No. Watch yeah. that two and a half minute trailer for The Rings of Power. Yeah. I'm no. I'm. Did you watch that trailer? No, trailer? I did. I did. I, I almost did. welled up watching that trailer. I can't wait to see what the fuck Galadriel gets up to. Holy shit, that looks so good. That looks it's like, so it's good. It's like fifty-three million dollars an episode. Awesome, awesome! Give that it to me. They spent on this. Good. I want that. I want that delicious treat. I think it's out today. I can't fucking wait. Those so, are my weekend plans. I, I'm going to. I will at some point watch this. I'm going to wait for all the episodes to be out, and then I checked. I do for some reason have another, like, free trial of Amazon Prime mm-hmm. sitting out there because they reset that every once in a while. So I will not pay to see this, but I will watch it for free. I bet at some you it's point, every three months. Also on Amazon Prime, Samaritan. Samaritan. Uh, Stallone. Samaritan is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yep. And it's kind of like, oh god, there was that other movie about a guy who insisted he was a superhero, but everyone thought he was crazy, and he was like, "I came here from another dimension, and I lost my powers in your dimension, and that's why I'm powerless here." Uh, but there's like one kid who believes him. This is kind of that, except uh, there's no shit about him being from another dimension. And Sly Stallone insists he is not that guy, and the kid is crazy. And then the kid sees him gets hit by a sees him get hit by a car and come back to life. Um. So, but it's it's kind of that again. It's it's a it's a gruff superhero who doesn't want to be a superhero, yeah. kind of uh, in a low down, dirty part of and town. This time he can't sing or dance. Gold. Exactly. Um, so I, I like overall two stars. Uh, the action was okay. 
the story was okay. Nothing was not, not great. Sylvester Stallone. Uh, how do I put this? Not legible, but uh, oh, yes, okay, 100%, good, good. Percent he was. Yeah, that means he was trying. Um, also on Amazon Prime, there's a movie called Big Gold Brick, starring Andy Garcia, Oscar Isaac. Emery Cohen and Megan Fox. I don't know who Emery Cohen is, but it definitely feels like he's the child of a Cohen brother or something. Because mm. um, he really stands out like a sore thumb among a fairly strong cast. Um, uh, Andy Garcia is really the headliner here. And it's this weird self-indulgent story about a down-and-out, drunk, completely self-absorbed writer who is hit by the car of Andy Garcia. And Andy Garcia goes and sees him in the hospital all the time. When he finally wakes up from the coma, he says, I understand you're a writer and you don't really have any prospects right now. Please move into my lovely mansion with my ridiculously hot wife, uh, Megan Fox, and write my autobiography. And it kind of wants to set itself up like a Big Lebowski kind of story. But nothing about it is as funny or interesting or kind of resonant as what goes on in the Big, the Big Lebowski. Um, it attempts to do that and I would say fails I would go two and a half stars more entertaining than Samaritan uh, what was quite good a movie you've never heard of uh, Kelly Riley I don't see her in much but do you remember the second um, Sherlock Holmes movie Game of yes. Shadows I actually really like that Watson... I didn't mind it and the one where we're like okay so Watson's got this new right. bride right remember that, that mm-hmm. redhead that is Kelly oh, Riley. Oh, okay. She's good. Kelly Riley is on her way to a um, to like her, her yoga class or some shit. And watching her the entire time is Luke Evans. Luke Evans uh, has been an all... Like, do you guys recognize oh, Luke yeah. Evans? Oh, yeah. He was... Um, yeah. I know that name, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he was uh, the Red Dragon in he the um, Hannibal adaptation of that. Yeah. And he was... He was dra- yeah. Was he? Yeah. Oh, in the in the last I couple episodes, that, I think he was uh, Dolorite. Was that like that Drac- as Dracula Untold? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he plays a lot of psychopaths lately. And here, once again, he he's following this woman. And when she comes out of a yoga class, he kidnaps her, drags her away, leaves her in a ten by ten cell. But it becomes very quickly apparent that he actually means her no harm, and she may be far more dangerous than he is. And you're immediately quite invested in what the truth of these two's relationship is. And uh, I'd say for 80% of the movie, that's super interesting. And then for the last 10%, when she kind of reveals everything, it's like, ow. (laughs) What movie is this? It's called 10 by 10, 10x10. That's how it's listed. Pretty, pretty good. And I finally saw Nope. Oh, Nope. Nope, was 25 bucks for rent, so I'm like, What'd yes, you think of that 100%. Cthulian parachute? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was right up there with mm-hmm. us. Um, I think probably as a piece of filmmaking, this is better than us. Yes. As a, as an entertainment and as a plot, it's about on par for me. Um, I love Daniel Kaluuya doing this kind of soft-spoken, uh, farm boy kind of thing. Uh, I love that first scene where, well, not the first scene, but uh, one of the really <laughs> early scenes that sets up that he's not good with talking to people, and Kiki Palmer's character really is, <laughs> and it really sets up their dynamic. Uh, just watching them interact was probably the funnest part of the movie. Um, what it says about 
audience's um, lust for spectacle and the danger, the inherent danger required to produce that. Um, I, yeah, I, I think I think it is kind of interesting, but it also leaves this one in that same class of like this is an excellent episode of The Outer Limits. Yeah. It's like this neat little thought and a couple of neat little thoughts packaged very well and shot fucking gorgeously. Like, as a uh, the art of filmmaking, this is a great fucking example. Peel just keeps getting better in, in terms of, like, knowing what he's doing with a movie. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Of the four, yeah, Nope was the best. <laughs> nope was the best movie I saw this weekend. I tried to get yeah, into Dope Sick. Not a fan. Is that a, isn't that a musical? No, it's uh, <laughs> uh not great. Could be. Um, dope sick miniseries. Disney oh, God damn it. Michael Keaton. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that good. Imagine... <sighs> Imagine Law & Order with a budget. Like a Michael Keaton budget. That's just reading st- sad stories about the opioid ep- epidemic to you. Dope Sick focuses on the epicenter of America's struggle with opioid mm-hmm. addiction across the U.S. on how individuals and families are affected by it, on the alleged conflict of interest involving Purdue Pharma and various government agencies such as the Food and Drug Administration and the United States Department of Justice. It is dry... rye toast. No. It tells a horrifying story, and if you really want... It's a horrible fucking story. Right by led by Dickinsonian <laughs> villains, like the Sacklers are fucked in ways that I'm glad the show gets into. Because you'd have to be. It's just like, hey guys, look, the FDA gave us a license to sell heroin. We're gonna fucking sell heroin. We're gonna make it literally thirty percent of all our sales. Let's go be drug lords, and they did. But like, it's 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 an hour and a half movie. It is not a ten episode series. It. I gave up four episodes in. Hmm. Yeah, okay. It's it's not just it, it just starts talking to you through characters, and I I, I got sick of it. That's what uh, um, good luck to you, Leo Grande. Yeah. At the end, it very much did that thing about about the issue of prostitution. It was just kind of like ah, you killed. But it. the characters were literally going, going, "Have you read in the Times?" Like, no, no, write a care, write a scene about it. Don't read it to me. Fuck. <laughs> And, but if you want to see Michael Keaton workshop his, in, I say, inevitable uh, Joe Biden performance, this is it. Um, he's, do, he's doing some Biden. <laughs> I had never pictured that until now, and now I will no, never. No, no, he, he's head. totally doing Biden's half. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. <Wada>. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's definitely work, workshopping it here. I watched the new episode of, uh, of She-Hulk just because. And it's still just kind it's of. It's all just kind of okay. It's still okay. Like it's it's something to have on. You didn't <laughs> fuck up, and it, but also no, it's 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 got its moments, and no, but it's also nothing anyone needs. To Tatiana Maslany you know, deserves a lot better than this. I know she, yeah, she's great, and you know she's able to uh, star in a series with um, oh god, who's the guy who was Abomination? Tim Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah, Roth. She's, you know yeah. she's doing scenes with Tim Roth. Yay. 
Like there's 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 fun in just like watching Kaluuya and Palmer work. There's fun in watching good performers do their thing, and she is, and Tim Roth is, and then the guy who plays Wong shows up, and you know he's still fun. So <clears throat> they're doing a lot of cameos. Yeah, that sounds like. But sounds like. Yeah, but but it's also at its best when you're just kind of focusing on her, the character. Probably the best scene of the episode is one where she's called in as a witness to another superhero trial where this elf of the, of the Asgard, who can transform herself into anyone, uh, transformed herself into Megan Thee Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is making the rounds. Ed convinced uh, some douchebag lawyer who used to work at our protagonist firm, or who worked worked at our protagonist's old firm, that she was Megan the Stallion, and he spent $170,000 trying to impress her. So he's we found out she's an elf, he's suing her, and the uh, that her defense is like, look, no reasonable person could actually think that Megan the Stallion wanted to be with this guy. And so they bring in uh, She-Hulk to sit on the stand and say, you worked with this guy, right? And she goes, yeah goes now it's been said that no reasonable person would believe that megan the stallion would be interested in this guy would you say he's a reasonable person no he considers himself a new he's told me he considers himself a new york 10 and an la 11 he is so deluded that he absolutely believes that he deserves and could pull megan the stallion uh, and so and, and then, and then so it's like she's a star she's a star witness for the for the prosecution and they they win the case and then megan the stallion it, it turns out she's been sitting in the back of the gallery this whole time watching the case she goes that's right ain't no megan the stallion but me or something like that that's fun. cute yeah who's megan the stallion she's a that's she's a, a performance artist which was a rapper i mean a ra- rapper rapper dancer lots of stuff megan, megan the stallion Oh, T H E E. She's got a discog. Oh. She's got a dis a discography. I want to find American out. rapper. Yeah, there you go, rapper. Okay. Remember WAP? She was in WAP. I'm not surprised. I don't know who this is. So. Yeah, I'm not really deep into the rap mm-hmm. game myself. Not a music guy. The only, no. I see the evolutions of rap occurring through the parodies that occurred on Saturday Night Live. And no, like really, like I don't know that these genres. Yes, I, I am a fan of the and Parnell then, era. And then Pete Davidson. No, that's the that's the Lonely Island era. And then Pete Davidson will do something like, like Chris Parnell did, playing like a young like a young thug or something, and like these really marshmallow rappers can't really serve the same at all. And I'm like, who is he even pretending to be? And then I'll see a video like months later. That guy is real. Source, yes. Like it's weird how where rap has gone these days. To me, and I'm sure there's excellent stuff out there. I just don't hear enough of it. They started sounding like Janelle Monae's "The Way You Make Me Feel" until six years after it came. We've hit mumblecore, and they sound like you know Sundance Darlings from the '90s. I don't know where hip hop went, but that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Mumblecore is now. It was first like a like a indie film genre, and now it's rap. Yeah. <laughs> there was one more JRPG to be had oh, boy. this week. Okay. Soul Hackers 2. Oh, Shimagami uh, Tensei. Yes! Right. Oh, so I knew what I was getting into with this. I had rather read up on it. I've and, seen pictures of the player character. And it is, yeah, she needs actual pants. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a JRPG, so some nonsense like that is to be expected. Pants and shame are negotiable. Is, she at least wears a coat most of the mm-hmm, time, but mm-hmm. her, I mean, it's kind of like pants. It's like this weird, like, suit because she's got a tie on. 
but like most JRPG characters, her legs are about one and a half times as long as they could be. She We're not looked, talking bayonetta weirdness, but it's still. She anyway. looks. She looks like a supervillain or the supervillain's top assassin. Yeah, that's not no. So yeah, you're looking at Ringo there, and that's not what she is. She's so the mild spoilers here for the first like half an hour of Soul Hackers Two. What they how they kind of explain this. So it's in the not too distant future and basically the world has stagnated. You know, technology, technological advancements aren't happening. The whole world is kind of like, well, we, we go to work and uh, we come home and, you know, we buy old stuff and, you know, no, no relevance at all. It happens there. Essentially. Yeah. Is that, yeah. So born out of all the world's information, an AI had basically formed itself and has been existing completely unknown to the world for, for a long time. And all it wants is to observe. It has no desire to interact with people at all. Okay. It, just, it just wants more information. Because of the amount of information it has, it can fairly well, reasonably well predict the future of what people are going to do, what's going to happen. And it finds itself in an Armageddon situation. Like the world's going to end. And that can't happen because if all the people go away, it'll still exist, but There'll where's the information no coming from? Exactly. So it breaks its no interaction rule and creates um, uh, for, uh, the two characters. There's, there's the main character, Ringo, and then another character who's kind of like the backup. Or Every every game needs somebody on the radio talking to you. This That's who that person is. And creates these two they're not human, but they're not robots. They're just kind of beings that splinter off from itself. And that's how this AI is going to interact with the world to try to save it. So the first half an hour okay, is so these you, two girls. You are an avatar of this AI, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. But you have your own, you have been given self-awareness uh-huh. and identity. And so the, the first like half an hour as these characters complaining about, why, did, why am I in this body? This is the least efficient way to do this. You know, having my own personalities, you know, they, they're complaining about not being part of this overarching AI, which yeah. I just thought it was a very interesting I, setup. Yeah, I kind of like that. Okay. Um, so once you get past that, this is just a Mega Ten game, uh, but definitely scaled back. So in 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 like in Nocturne and, and the other Shin Megami Tensei games, when you recruit a demon, they are on your team, right? Yeah. You're, you're out there and like you're especially in Nocturne like you're there the Demi-Fiend's there and you've got the guys with you and they fight with you mm-hmm. it's not what this one is okay. you are still collecting demons but you equip them like an item so okay. you have characters on your screen you have a, a, um, a stable of like four characters three of which died and you brought back to life <laughs> that's the soul hacking part you find them when they're dead and she kind of goes in finds your soul and brings it back to the body um so you've got four characters on there, and you have demons equipped to them. Okay. So functionally, it's the same, but not having that rotating party kind of takes something away from it. I think because that was I liked in Nocturne, where mm-hmm. and this is you know decades ago now, but you would recruit a demon and you put him on your party, and there he is. Yeah, but that was that was you specific to Nocturne. Uh, the other Mega Ten games do that too. No, in in the Persona games. Now, Mega Persona you're... is an option. I'm talking about the mainstream Mega Tensei games. Yeah, but like this, Shima, isn't, Shima, Shima, this isn't the mainstream Mega. This is like that. It's um, not. Yeah, this is yeah, like Soul Survivor or whatever it was called. Yeah, Devil, I Sur- Devil Survivor. Devil Survivor. Yeah, 
All right, yeah, you're right. It is an offshoot, so I suppose it does make sense. They can put in that. Um, the combat also changes a little bit because in other Mega Ten games, if you hit the opponent's weakness, you push their turn back. Mm-hmm. And you can use that to basically, if you do it right, the opponent never gets their turn, which is important because the opponent can usually like, kill you. But that's different in this one? It's different in this one. You When you hit somebody's weakness, whatever demon you have equipped gets put on the stack. And when your team's turn ends, however many demons are on the stack, get sent out after the remaining enemies in a big area of attack, area of effect attack. Ooh. So the more you can get stacked up on there, the more damage you do at the end of your turn. Okay. Which allows you, if you do it right, to wipe their side. If you do it wrong, suddenly you've got five guys coming at you, and and it's it's beginning to throw more enemies at once. So getting the initiative in combat, finding out the their weaknesses is very very important. To, it's never difficult. To I mean, pause, I can f- to pause for a moment and go back to inscription. Alex, do you remember the moon at the end? Yes, of that I one? do. Um, I beat that thing in a turn and a yeah. half. My cards were so fucking mm-hmm. powerful. I'd gotten so good <laughs> at putting my shit in the fire and getting. Oh, it, it basically throws like here. Beat the game with this with this ring at the end there. Like right before the last ring. fight. Oh, yeah, but the shit that Leshy pulls in the last fight is so oh, bullshit, so bullshit, you need those boons to beat him. Anyway, I'm sorry to have interrupted with inscription. Please, let's go back. No, no, you're good, you're good. Um, that, I mean, that's, that's about it for, for the combat. It's There's more later on. You you end up getting... I've put a good six hours into it already. Um, you end up getting command abilities, where that allows you to switch demons mid-combat, but it uses Ringo's turn. Mm. So it's a, it's a big sacrifice to give up one person's turn because that's if you give you get that one turn you're giving up putting a demon on the stack to do damage at the end. Uh, it's a little grindy, which is fine. That's kind of what I'm in the mood for. It looks like a glorified PlayStation Three game, which is fine. I mean that's kind of what I've come to expect from these things. It's but it is Alex. You're talking about kind of the treadmill mm-hmm. kind of game. That it, this feels like I sit down. I'm like you know what I'm gonna do this for like two three hours. And it's okay. Relax. Is this just on the Switch? Play this for a while. Ah, uh, no, uh, no, no, it's not no, Switch. It's PS5. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so I played Shimagami Tensei 5, and I couldn't get into it because it was ugly as yeah. shit. It looked terrible. This one, I mean, this one is running Unity, so it's not going to blow your mind. It, I think but it, at least it it's clean 4K as, 60. Yeah, it looks like the Persona 5. It looks like, it looks like the Catherine Persona 5 engine. Uh, running in 4K. That sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 if, yeah if nothing else, bad. it looks clean. Yeah. It looks clean. Uh, there's well, uh, a lot of fast. Well, Persona 5 nice. did did not break. I don't mind if they don't fix it. Uh, this is not that deep mm. of a game. Intentionally. Well, no, I know, but like if it's visually on par with Persona 5, I'll be pleased with that. Um, I don't. I mean, so far the character design, just the characters are not. Okay, so sub Persona that's, 5. That's, that's, that's aesthetically. It's, it's aesthetically, it doesn't... Persona 5, I didn't play much of it, but I played enough to know that Persona 5 is just dripping with... Style. You know, style. And this doesn't... Style, innuendo, penises, what, whatever you got. Yeah, you style. Yeah, well, it's Japanese. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Japanese-y, um, I looked at Guilty Gear Strive. Oh, it's it's so... you. All right, I would like to read it into the record that Chance called me an anime harlot. <laughs> No, 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 no. Not you an anime harlot. <laughs> oh, you called the game an anime harlot. The game harlot. is an anime harlot. And not that's not to say that Guilty Gear, I'm not slut-shaming 
Guilty Gear Scribe listener at all. What I'm saying is they are trying to seduce me with their sexy anime ways. I watched some of the of the actual like movie because the single player is literally just a movie. It I made it like 20 minutes and I got bored. But the movie part of Guilty Gear Strive looked better than that terrible Tekken anime. Back to you. Well, the whole game looks better than that terrible Tekken anime, and that and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Guilty Gear Strive looks like what I want every fucking fighting game to look like nowadays. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing with sumptuous animations. And uh, the only reason I wouldn't bite and throw that 50 bucks at it is I know I've played Blaze Blue in the past. I've played Guilty Gear in the past. Uh, Arc System Works has taken fighting games to a level that I just can't get my hands, hands around. And Strive is like several steps back from Exard. Exard was super complicated. Strive is not nearly as complicated. I think Exard is the one I played. Yeah, Exard is... Xard was hard, especially the, the, the later versions of Xard. Okay, what, what's, they just added what's, so much. what's the name of Green Wolf Lady again? Um, oh, shit. Um, I don't know. I never see her. Wolf girl. <laughs> Giovanna. Giovanna, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's got some pretty cool. They all have cool animations. Oh, everything looks amazing. Uh, I just, I just want to look at her commands because if it's a bunch of, oh, see, it's a bunch of rotations. They're all a bunch. Oh, yeah. The only character that's mostly charge moves is May. Yeah, I know, and you wouldn't appreciate it if I came in mirror matching you. Uh the May mirror match is is hilarious because you end up just dolphining each other half the time. It's like I'm gonna dolphin. Okay, counter hit. So, <laughs> I was tr- attempting to learn Faust. The tall oh, yeah. doctor one. Yeah. He's just he's just so biz- his move set is just bizarre. But he's got a command throw, where he goes Edward scissor hands on you and you get a giant afro put on your head. <laughs> and it's awesome and hilarious. But I don't know how you'd ever actually land it in a match. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm also screwing around with Potemkin, the giant tank guy. Oh, was I that you playing Potemkin? Play. I assumed you were playing no, May. no, no, no. The one I sent you was me playing May, and and that was tragic. For two reasons. One, I screwed up the punish. I should have won. And two, I got Super Potemkin Buster out of the air and died terribly. I hopped into Virtua Fighter just to see if I still had the feeling for it. I do not. Oh. I do not. You would kick my ass if you hopped into Virtua Fighter right now. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to play just a little strive every day. I don't want to overdose on it because I don't want to get frustrated, but it's like, ah, half hour, 45 minutes. That's enough. That's enough. You know what? There's games coming out that I need to worry about. I don't need to be dropping another 50. On there are I games am starting to get Plus, pumped you were talking about downloading God of War. Go ahead. Yeah? Soonish? How soonish? It's like two months. November, yeah. It's like two months. That's not soon. Soon is in the next Sooner than Callisto. Callisto's December. Yes. We always, we, like, I should just fucking put a, write a list on a piece of paper. We always have this conversation. Uh, of when things are. Yeah, I know. Are any of us planning on playing The Last of Us Part absolutely 1 remake? Not. I am a- not. Absolutely not. Okay. I don't need that again. Yeah, it's like I've already been traumatized. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see it in 4K. <laughs> or sure, well, be I was, gorgeous. I was reading some of the reviews. Like, yeah, it looks good, but the, the torture porn is. Or not the torture porn, but the. the Glorification of suffering is still here. I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of the game. Yeah, it's the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, that's what it's what's supposed to yeah. be doing. But I, yep. 
if uh, okay, do you remember the parts in the like we always have this conversation about the Last of Us? Do you remember the parts in the Last of Us two that were kind of open? Yeah, and you would like fight, find people out in the open world, and like choose to sneak up on them or not. You and mean the best parts of the Last of Us Part Two? That's the thing; is those were one hundred percent the best parts. They should have tossed their whole fucking. Okay, this is just me. What I would have preferred, as from a gameplay standpoint, they should have tossed the whole fucking narrative of the Last of Us Two and created that, created Breath of the Wild, but you're some like really nasty post-apocalyptic survivors. That would have been that. That would have been game of the year. Easily. Sounds pretty cool. The Ascent comes to uh, PlayStation tomorrow. Eh. Eh. It was good, but... It's honestly surprising that an indie team has, like, character modelers that crazy talented, but they did not make a good game to go with it. Metal Hellsinger on the 13th. I wanted to love that game so much, but I played the demo and I couldn't do it. Steel Rising on the 8th. That looks... That smells like Eurojank. Let me see. Yeah, but... The style. I'm not saying I'm not going to play it. I am interested. This next Spiders game. Um, Oh no, it's by mm. Nacon. No, it is Spiders. It is Spiders. Yeah. Spiders. Nope. What? Okay, click. What have Spiders done? Uh, never. Spiders has done lots of Eurojank. Bound by Flame, The Technomancer, Greedfall. Okay. Yes. Okay. Greedfall. No. They're they're still not there. Come on, Greedfall was. Good call, Alex. They're never going to be there. That's their charm. McCracken was never boring. McCracken uh, running defense, stuff steel rising, not getting through. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, and then we're in September. I'm pulling for him, but I'm not holding my breath. There was another. Uh, there was also like a little indie that Shuyoshida was pointing out. Tiny Kin. Guys, look at Tiny. No, what's that about? It's just Pikmin again. It's kind of Pikmin with a really uh, with a really nice presentation. I mean, when was the last time what we had a Pikmin? I think Pikmin it was three. A th- was a Wii U. Was it Wii U? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was a three. Uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Mm-hmm. Headlines. Mm-hmm. In entertainment news, the guy in Japan who married a hologram can no longer speak to his virtual wife as the software that allows interaction is no longer supported. So Alex and I were talking about planned obsolescence before we started recording. Uh-huh. God damn, that's rough. Does Oof, that mean he got divorced? Planned obsolescent. Um, Cock blocked by capitalism. <laughs> That's nothing new. <laughs> well, first of all, assuming his hologram has sentience, what it means is her her makers have like stripped away her voice, like Ursula from Ariel, or his um, or her, her ears, so she can't hear him talk or something. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're reading. This is just some weirdo. In I don't know. I know. I know it is, but like <laughs> making a lot of assumptions like, on the there, possibility of sentience. There's a bunch of artists lately who are complaining about, like, I think it's Photoshop or something. Oh, oh, the, um, the oh, Dolly no, program? Yeah. No, well, not just that. That's a whole other fucking bag of mushrooms. And John Oliver did a little thing on it that I didn't think went nearly far enough. Talking about how it's essentially theft. Yeah. Um, from, every, from every image that they feed into, from the artists of every image yeah. they feed it's into. It's literally the theft. Yeah. Like so, wait, 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 well, hold on, hold on. Back that truck up. Okay. The AI is building an image based on millions of images that it's seen, mm-hmm. correct? Yes, but that... And that how is, is that different that is what than what artists, a person does? That is what yeah. artists do, I agree. Yes. Um, it's not theft, but it's not necessarily art. 
because you can take it and you can say I want to do it in this person's style and instead of you or someone else that you pay for it needing to go to school for decades and then practice for decades to match that person's style you can say I want this to look exactly like Jim's uh, Jim's artwork okay. and then someone has a drawing that looks exactly like the style you spent your years perfecting that no one else could have done but this fucking computer can um, yeah so, well, th this is the next step toward actual sentience. We're going to get there. Maybe not in our lifetimes, but we're going to get there. At some point. At some point. But, like, I'm not saying that, that, uh, uh, what's, what's the word for it? The singularity. I'm not saying the singularity is may not be a worthwhile goal. I'm saying that this is having a tangible negative economic impact on living artists now. Right okay, now. but... Right now. There was the same argument when like Final Fantasy Spirits Within came out, that terrible Final Fantasy movie that actually had good-looking characters. People were oh. like, oh, well, we don't need people actors anymore, which turned out to be bullshit. So this, feels this, is, not going to this is not going to replace human artists. This is yeah, just going to make it easy to make. What actual actor looked at Final Fantasy and said, oh, God. No actual actor. It was exactly. Like actual artists like, are yeah. saying this is already hurting me. So... It is different. It's measurably different. It's causing harm. But I, I don't remember where we were. Yeah, there was... Yeah, anyway, another... Well, what artists are also complaining about, which I was going to say, is one of the one of their art programs have basically changed its design model. So, eventually, functionality is going to go away from the copy you own. You have to start subscribing to it. And... Oh, that's, that's Adobe. Yeah, if, fuck Adobe. Yeah, if you as an artist ever fall on hard times... And would like to work to feed yourself, but all you have is that copy of Adobe you paid 150 bucks for two years ago. I'm sorry, you can't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck Adobe. Anyway. Yep. Surviving the HBO Discovery merger, the Harley Quinn cartoon has been renewed for season four. Weird. Super weird. I, I saw that this week and was like, really? And I'm not saying it wasn't good. Like, I fucking loved the first two seasons. Oh. I think it was the first two seasons I got to see the Harley Quinn cartoon. I plan to buy them all eventually when they're on uh, on Op Apple TV. Um, I'd like to see, you know, I'm, I'm glad that show's doing well and it's keeping going, but there's something kind of suspicious about that almost, Alex. Isn't I mean, it, it sounds like there's only one show that was really successful. And it was that one. Maybe. Maybe. But it certainly wasn't the only one that was, like, popular and beloved. Yeah, but they, they, they sort of seem to want to kill Cartoon Network overnight. I still don't really understand that. Um, it's because the guy who was put in charge of the animation division has said that he literally hates animation. Okay. I guess he hates yeah. money, too. Um, he hates money made in this expensive, artistically fulfilling way. He likes money made in the cheap discovery way of uh, reality. Mm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and also writing things out for tax purposes. Yeah. yeah. Funeral screenings. Okay. Did you guys watch that Cyberpunk Edge Runners Red Band yeah, trailer? Yeah, okay. I, I, I did. Okay. I don't know if I can actually yeah. handle that. Yeah. No, I'm sure. That was, a, that was a lot in that two and a half minutes or two minutes, whatever it was. Yeah, but that, it's not going to be rapid fire like that. I'm sure each of those will just be like these little climactic, in some cases literally moments, from, uh, from each of these episodes. Like, I think that looks fucking amazing, and... I've been watching a little bit of Sword of the Immortal, mm. Blade of the Immortal on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's, it's an old story, 
but it's not bad. But watching it, I'm like, man, I wish I had a digital copy of Samurai Shampoo. That action was so much better than this. <laughs> and the action in Edge Runners looked pretty fucking cool. And it's been a while since, like, Kill the Kill or Attack on Titan when I watched an anime and I was like, this action is fucking sick. So whatever, someone else needs to see this fight. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that kind of hyped me for Edge Runners. I think that might be... Uh, it's coming September... It's coming pretty quick, next two weeks, I think. Let's find out. It was September something. Cyberpunk Edge Runners release date quick. 13? September 13th, good call. Yeah. Yep. Uh, did anyone watch that trailer for Weird, the Al Yankovic yes. story? Put it in. So it started out cringy, and then the Madonna part, it got super cringy, and I was like, hey, like too much No! It's another Weird Al Yankovic me? movie. This is another WHV or whatever that movie was called. Uh, w, uh, UHF. Um, no, to me what this is, this feels like unfortunately a low rent and probably less successful version of Walk Hard. I don't That's care. It is. Yes, it looks good. I would, much, it looks I would fucking good. very much like that, please. Son, you gotta stop playing the accordion and doing things that you love. Damn it, damn! I will never stop playing playing the polka. Like, get out of my house with that Satan's music. That's fucking hilarious. Like, I, I haven't seen that scene, but that's what the trailer is implying. The, the greatest injustice in the history of comedy is I have a no one the, in my life except for my sister to look at and be like, Dewey, I'm halved. <laughs> Which is one of the funniest fucking lines that. ever written. I love that movie. I need more of it. I welcome this. You ain't even half the man your brother was after you cut him in half. <laughs> so you're saying I'm not even I'm worth one quarter of a dead son? Or something like that. I will say that Daniel Radcliffe is looking great. His... Is a uh yeah. yeah. He's living his that's best a good, life. That's a I good fit. Him. Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> Oh, my little hungry one, hungry one, open up a package of my bologna. I got chills. (laughs) Okay, okay, moving on from Weird Al. Okay. Dr. Demento shows up in Sidebar to my awkward adolescence. Mm. Dr. Demento's still alive? No, no, no. Rain Wilson's playing Dr. Demento. Sorry, I was like, yeah. it's cast. <laughs> I am like 12 years old camping with my family for the summer. I think it was Candle Lake. What was, was it Saskatchewan? I think it must have been Candle Lake, Saskatchewan. And I have become fast friends with, oh my God, a girl whose name I now forget. It's been so long. We were pen pals for years. Mm. She, uh, she had red hair. I remember that much. And we went for su- we went for Sundays. We were adorable. And one day to impress her... <laughs> I was asking her if she'd ever heard a Weird Al. She goes, no. And I do his version of uh, Taco Grande. Remember yeah. that? Taco. Ay, ay. But I sang it. like I sang, And I sang a ton of Spanish words at her. And uh, Wait, like you literally sang this at her? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was, and how old were you at this time? I was like 12. Like okay. 12. God, I would have. I would have beaten you up. Well, and um, <laughs> and she just and she have, just but... gives me a blank stare. And I'm like, okay. and I'm like, you didn't like it. And she goes, I just don't know any Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Weird Al as a kid. Okay. Fun fact: baby rattlesnakes are born live, and then they don't eat for the entire first year of their life. Oh. The reason they can do this is because 
when they're born, if you were to cut one open, kind of from the ha from the middle ways down to the end of the tail, you'd find a giant yolk sac inside of them that they survive off for the first year until they have their first wow. meal. Isn't that fucking that is actually nature. Hmm. House of the Dragon has already been renewed for a second season at HBO. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. It's boring as oh, fuck right okay. now. All right. I say again, this would have been more interesting if we were looking at the poorest houses in the realm and not these assholes. Yep. Um, but I saw a video of an apartment block in New York. Yeah, that was interesting. That was, yeah. So, it certainly, at least, at the very least, that first episode did so well. It, it must have done insanely well. I mean, what, they had an entire yeah. apartment block watching the same thing? Um, you know, Overwatch news, nothing. It's not, I mean, we're coming up the on sequel the actual launch. support. The Reveal release. the new support. Hype us for this fucking game. No. I refuse <laughs> to play anything but support lately because I'm bored. <laughs> Bloodborne underwent maintenance on August 31st, 2022, fueling speculation that it may show up in the PlayStation event expected in no. November. It's not. Stop it. Uh, no. Just stop it. Probably stop not. doing this to yourself. But, but that news and that news alone, and feeling so rejected by Elden Ring after the Nerf Bloodhound step, I did reinstall. Uh, uh, At a rollicking thirty frames per second. Honestly, you get over it. It's so yeah. good. Um, I know. No, I, I played a bit, and I was like, "This is not as good as Sekiro, and this is not as good as Elden Ring." <gasps> and then, and then I deleted it. <gasps> It's been too long. Oh. It's been too long since Bloodborne. I beat Bloodborne like it last year. I loved it. It lives beautifully in our memories. No, it, 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 it lives like beautifully you, in you my like recent past. <laughs> <laughs> that was like... Close memories. That was, my, that was like last... That was like six months ago I played it. <laughs> I had a great time. A game. Shadow Yarnum can suck uh, a dick. <laughs> it would just take so long to get my sword back. Hmm. I'd have to beat Amelia, basically. Oh, she's nothing to me anymore. Oh, all you gotta do is get the cane, and you just whip her hands open, and then you're done. You can you can get the cane like you can choose the cane as your first weapon. Yeah, I do. I usually do. It's my favorite. No, I always go with the uh, with the saw. I don't know why. You'd think I'd have a handle on the axe by now, given that I use the, the right axe. Thing. People swear by oh, the axe. I never, never liked it. it. Well, the thing is, with, with the heavy weapons, what you're relying on is the stagger value of each strike. Because if they hit you while you're swinging at the first time, that's okay, because you're going to hit them, and you're going to hit them so hard that they won't be able to retaliate before your next strike hits them. That's the that's the, uh, the proposition of the heavy weapons. And I don't think the axe actually gives you that it, space. It yet. really doesn't. You need Kirk Hammer. The, or the, yeah, the greatsword yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, da -da, da -da. After a leak earlier today, Ubisoft officially confirmed the Nexus AC game is Assassin's Creed Mirage, which looks like Assassin's Creed 1 again. It will get a full reveal on September 10th. As long as it doesn't come out until next year, we're fine. You don't know that. I, what have what, what what Ubisoft got lined up for the fall? I, I figured they were going to launch their Assassin's Creed Destiny. Like They sound like they're doing. Well, that's exactly, exactly. So, so <laughs> they might have pulled a page from Bethesda here and said this is actually coming out in six weeks. You know, here's yeah, here's I, a 20 minute reveal. Get hyped. Six weeks. So Ubisoft sent me 
because they know I've played all these games, and they know I've played at least some of them, they sent me a questionnaire on Assassin's Creed. Holy what shit. you like about stealth, specifically. Okay. And it said, talk to me about stealth and other games. That Why you didn't like, you send so. this to me? Go well, ahead. Well, I, I, I replied to I did some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you replied right? as then, you would. <laughs> I played as I would, yeah. So... And then, and then they're like, so which Assassin's Creed, have you, Assassin's Creed games have you played? And you like, checked all them all. Of them. I checked them all. Like, really? And then the next page of the, of the questionnaire was, rank the stealth in the Assassin's Creed games you've played. I'm like, fuck you. I closed the brochure and I closed the web page and didn't. Because I'm not ranking 20 Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Was there not a comment area? I would say this one not was Not in best. that part. Oh. Yeah. You had to literally like drag and drop to like rank them. I'm oh. like, this is stupid. So they will never know that, you know. Which would you I say only is like the best? St- I only like stealth when it's not required. <laughs> yeah, but the early Assassin's Creed games, it was 100% required. It was. Yeah. 100% it was. Uh, da-da, da-da. The, but that's okay. To, to back up to the reveal, though. The romantic iconography of the original Assassin's Creed reveal remains strong with me. Mm-hmm. That... that uh, that monk-looking guy in white with a hidden blade in his arm. There's something so striking and cool about that. Um, so even though I'm, like, very standoffish about Ubisoft in general and Assassin's Creed games, certainly, I don't know. What's <laughs> It looks kind of beautiful. Just the thought Assassin's of it. Assassin's Creed 1. What was his name? Altair. Altair. Yes, thank you, Altair. Yes. Meets Eagle. Um... <laughs> If uh, if you can just give me kind of that, but with great, great art direction, with like an Unreal Engine 5 quality presentation, uh, that alone is already an interesting thing to me. It also needs to be smaller. <laughs> uh, Focused. I don't think that's Make what they're going the for. the game smaller. I don't think that's what they're going for. Maybe you should reinstall Ragnarok. It's been a while. Wait, what is it called? Yeah, Ragnarok. Was it Assassin's Creed uh, Ragnarok? No, it's not it? Ragnarok. Uh, oh. Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah, maybe I should reinstall Valhalla. Because I do have the PS5 version. But you're always wearing that, like... Cloak. Like, you get out of... Do you get out of the... Out of the fur cloak? No. no. There's costumes yeah. you can wear, but no. No. I like the cloak. <clears throat> the UK Competition and Marketing Authority have decided not to... Or not to stop investigating the Microsoft Act... Activision acquisition, and are moving on to phase two, an in-depth fan. Fucking tastic. No, they need to. They need to let this happen. Um, this is how you save Activision Blizzard from itself I, by putting somebody else in charge and getting Bobby Kotick out of there. Yeah, like I, I want that outcome of this. Um, and as long as the Blizzard properties remain multi-platform, I'll be happy. That's really all I give a shit about when it comes to this acquisition. I They're think all going to remain multi-platform. That's sad. You're not going to see Call of Duty. Well, getting Kodak out so that more power can be put in the hands of the creatives who want what's best for the games is, yes. is 100% a priority. I go back to my old fear about how Microsoft acquires its studios and how it tends to treat them afterwards. And they've gone through a fucking ravenous uh, glut of studio acquisitions lately. And we've yet to see the fruits of those labors. Maybe, maybe they have changed. Maybe giving them plenty of time maybe, to, you know... Maybe they are. Maybe Microsoft has changed. Um, with the price hike, uh, Sony is certainly <laughs> showing that they've kind of gone back to their old ways. And we'll see. 
you, you want proof that Microsoft is letting these guys alone? They are letting 343 Industries shit the bed like you wouldn't believe. Did you hear that they came out and said, oh, by the way, we are never going to put couch co-op in to the campaign of Halo Infinite. So They're never going to do it. Why not? Well, first of all, who cares? They Okay, I don't, but they promised it like a year and a half ago, yeah, well. and there are lots of people who play Halo for couch co-op campaign. And it has been in most other Halo games. What has it been yeah. most or all? Most. Well, then, the majority. Then, I'm sorry, then there's been precedent set already that sometimes we can't see to every little thing. Our marketing it's, it's or our, our demographics show that only 3% of you ever do this. Here's my thing. The other problem is the other problem is that there's, they're not putting out enough content to maintain the multiplayer. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> that's but here, here's my question. Why Why is Halo 3, Halo game compromising in any way? If, if, if Halo games can yeah. find the time and the money to do what they did, why the fuck can't they find the time to do couch co-op? Um, yeah, there's, three, four, three? I, I think it was beyond the fact that it was supposed to be a launch game for the Series X, um, there's really no excuse for a game of Halo's pedigree to look the way that fucking game did and Ugh. be as bad as it was. And, and Microsoft could have fired every single person with 343. Well, no, just just can Maybe. the game start over, give it to a different studio, do whatever you need to fix it, but don't put it out there and damage the Halo it's, name like that. It's out. It's out there. If Sony had seen that shit, they would have turned around to whoever was developing that Star Wars game and said, uh, no. <laughs> Something else needs to be done now. And just not even put that game out. Microsoft would have put out the Star Wars game, and just gone. Oh well, I didn't Aren't you work. Curious as to see, you know, what the. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, Microsoft but... doesn't have the same kind of quality control. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is they need that. But they hit gems sometimes too. But anyway. Yeah. And, that being and said, their, Microsoft their should be allowed to studios, buy Their double A studios need space to be able to, you know, continue to be double A. Um, uh, the. State of Decay games spring to mind immediately. Those are wonderful games. Very double-A quality. Microsoft Studio, great. Um, those games can totally have space to exist, but if PlayStation put out The Last of Us Part 3 and it looked like uh, your Shin Megami Tensei game <laughs> <laughs> and, and played like, yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to think of a shitty playing game lately. I have none spring to mind. And it played Something clearly, by Spiders. Yeah, like it had frame rate <laughs> issues. Um, yeah. Sony wouldn't fucking do that. Anyway. <clears> the <throat> Sons of the Forest has been delayed and is now targeting a February 23, 2023 release for $30. US. What is that? Hmm. It's, well, the original... The sequel to... The Forest. The forest. Uh, sequel to The Forest. And The Forest was like... Um, it's a horror game. No, it's not just a horror game. It's like a first-person don't-starve survival, starve horror. survival um, horror. Oh, is it like you, you're in a plane that crashes? It's like a first... Yeah, I don't know what the story is, but I've seen gameplay of it. It's like a first-person don't starve, and you're like building right. It's in the jungle. I think I've seen that. Yeah, and I saw early in this gen, I just saw a trailer for Sons of the Forest. It looked suspiciously good. It looked ridiculously good. The, the digging of dirt looked ridiculously good. The unfolding of a blanket looked insanely fucking good. And that alone, every time Sons of the Forest pops up in, in my newsfeed, I'm like, oh, what's going on with that? I'm just, I'm just keeping an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tencent Group acquired 16.3% of From Software this week, and Sony bought 14.1%. Uh, 
from software will gain $260 million in the arrangement, which uh, is to go specifically towards expanding the Elden Ring franchise mm. with uh, other media, mm-hmm. apparently. Elden Ring Kart Racer. Just, uh, El- no, Elden Ring Anime. Uh, Elden Ring DLC, please, God. Elden Ring Live Action Movie. Elden Ring the Smartphone Game. <laughs> Elden Ring Flamethrower. Flame the, the kids love this one. <laughs> Uh, Sony also purchased Savage Game Studios, a mobile game developer. They're like, this is all weekend of fun. <laughs> That's true. Insider Jeff Gr- Well, they just gave $260 million to, to farm anyway. Uh, ta-da. Insider Jeff Grubb this week said he is very, very sure that po- that ports of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are coming to Switch and will be announced in September. I don't think I ever played Twilight Princess. I tried and didn't like it. Um... Wind Waker, on the other hand, is the Zelda game I have been waiting to play ever since I saw a trailer for it when I was like, I don't know, 19. You never played that? No! It's the fucking oh, anime man. Zelda! It, it was like, the the look of that blew my mind as a kid, and I really wanted to play it, but I never had that platform. So, and you'll get the best version of it, because it was released on the Wii U. And when it came out, it was notorious for the last, like, one of the last missions is, like, you have to sail around this big fucking ocean and find things. There's no clues as where to, to where it was. Oh, they shit. did that to make you buy the strategy guide. That's been fixed. They fixed that in the Wii U version where the ending, the end game is, is, is much more reasonable. Oh, good. So you get to play the best version of Wind Waker. Uh, I'm sad it won't be in 4K. And when it comes out and it's 70 bucks, I'm going to feel shitty about it. Yeah. But I've got to... I've, it's finally time for me to play Wind Waker, 100. percent I'm looking forward to that. I'll be really, I'll be really disappointed by all, pretty much all of it, I'm sure, because it's just the one that came after um, Majora's Mask. So in terms of gameplay, it's not going to be nearly as interesting to me as like Breath of the oh, Wild. Oh, it's no, it's there's not as much to it. But keep in mind, it's a GameCube game. Yes. Old. Yes, but yeah, that was always one that I was jealous of. That and I would love to try. Um, is there? Is there a, a, a Switch version of Majora's Mask? Huh. I never um, played Majora's Mask. I always wanted to. The moon. Three days. It's like... I don't know. It's like, yeah. I think Majora's Mask is like the roguelike Zelda. It is, 100%. Yeah. Um, it might be on their weird online service. Yeah, and that's what... I don't know for sure. I think you're right about that. That cool-looking side-scroller, Moonscars, is out September 27th. Nice. We can look forward to this one. Uh, we should get to see some new gameplay from God of War Ragnarok this week, as it is the cover story from Game Insider. I don't know if I want to see any more. I do. I'm not going to buy it. No, I, I, it. I want the 10 or 15 minute reveal. I want the E3 experience of like revealing this game. This is really arrogant of them not to show us anything, and I don't appreciate it. You're not. <laughs> you're not. They're playing with your feelings. You're not giving me the attention I need in this relationship. <laughs> you know Kratos is a selfish lover. I know that he was. Maybe the giant turned him around. Yeah. Okay. Held him down. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, to that. Inscription is now on PlayStation. Headline: uh, A new mafia game has been confirmed in development at Hangar Thirteen. Is that Somebody an indie played... studio? Like, they're 2K, right? No. Hangar 13? Yeah, they're 2K, aren't they? Or Take-Two, or... Yeah. Um, but their games are always, like... 
one gen behind in everything. Like the gameplay is always, nah, it's not quite, this is not quite feel good. And the graphics are always, it's not bad. The art direction is always wonderful. But the gameplay of it, the driving of the cars, the shooting is never, wasn't in any of the Mafia games I've played. And I think I played one and two. I don't, I can't tell if anybody owns them. Um, they appear to be their own. Somebody might be publishing for them, but I think they're their own. Oh, no, Parent Organization, 2K Games. Yep, you're right. Called it. They are owned. Yeah, and I know that like all they've ever done is Mafia, so maybe 2K is like, we don't trust you to do, or obviously we we don't trust you to do anything else, but for the good of that series, like it's, an, it's a cool concept. Everyone wants to play God, uh, like Goodfellas the game. But with Grand Theft Auto rules, <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds cool. Um, but they they always just miss the mark. It's really tough to compete with uh, with really another two K. <laughs> well, they didn't do Rockstar. The, I mean, Hangar Thirteen is a relatively new thing. They only they did three. That's it. Hang, uh, Mafia Three and Mafia really? Definitive Edition. They didn't do one and two. Sure. At least as Hangar Thirteen, they did. I'm looking at their wiki. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mafia Definitive. They remastered. Oh, okay. The first one. Mafia Three. You're yeah, right. Yeah, they did Mafia Three. You're right. First one. First one. Remaster of Mafia Two, developed by D D Three T. Oh, so the last ones I played. Okay, so you actually played Mafia Three, as I recall. I did. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it was like a seven out of ten. It was all right. Yeah, I like. I really, I really liked the Louisiana setting. I thought that was cool. It was like set in New Orleans. Yeah, and I, I love like that. I love that it's an open world game and there's a black protagonist that alone made me want to support it. But every time I saw the gameplay, I was like, eh. it really was. The shooting was like, eh, yeah. That said, iteration uh, breeds um, health in video games. So it's entirely possible that the studio may have learned a lot there and are prepared to really knock it out of the park this time. It's happened. Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah. 2K believes they can do it. Or 2K will give them just enough money to make a game, and if it sells just enough, it'll break even. <laughs> Maybe. Is 2K still independent, or who owns them? Take Two. Uh, Take Two is the publisher who owns, like, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2K. Yeah. Uh, uh, they own Bioshock, they own Borderlands, they own Civilization, Mafia, NBA 2K, PGA World 2, WWE, XCOM. Yeah, they, they do such a good job with the WWE games. Wow. <laughs> they have, 2K has, is on, on Wikipedia at least, 2K is listed 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Nine studios and like 15 defunct studios <laughs> <laughs> are listed. <laughs> oh man, I want a good Bioshock game. I would love, just, just give me a, a remake of Bioshock 1 and I would be thrilled. Remake Bioshock 1, make it absolutely gorgeous. Keep the entire soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Does Bioshock work knowing the twist, though? 100% it does, because it's just fun I to play. I suppose the combat itself is just good. Yeah, well, the combat and those level designs in the first game, yeah. and the, the second one not as much, but certainly the first game, were absolutely wonderful. Did we lose Alex? Yeah, he left. He had to go. Oh, Alex. Something, something came up. He had to go. Yeah. That's how it goes with life. Hmm. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, good for headlines. Yeah, I'm just. I, it, sometimes I'm just in the mood to kind of roll around in uh, a JRPG and. No, I get about it. Right for that, and, I think. and grind shit out. Yeah. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm like going through and like side missions pop up. I go do the side missions. I go do all the little things and I go back to other stuff. So it's the last. It's not the greatest game in the world, but it's fine. It's 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 some cake. It's a nice cake. The last JRPG I really dipped a toe in was uh, Persona Five, and the sto- yeah. and the story was just so kind of. Eh. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> The problem is there's another one this year. There's a new Star Ocean game coming out this year. And Star Ocean games are games you play and then regret because they're never as good as you hope they're going to be. Ever. I thought the online Star so, Ocean was super popular, wasn't it? Um, Maybe. Star, Star, Star Ocean, Ocean The Divine Force? That's the new one, yeah. 80 bucks off Amazon. It will be released on October 27th. Yeah. Yeah, so it's coming out later on this year. Oh, it looks so handy. Dangerously. October 27th, that's awfully close to other actual important games, so. Yeah. No, these graphics are meh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, God. It looks uh, like it's... it looks like an MMO. It looks like a PS3 game. It does. <laughs> like a PS3 MMO. Yeah. It's amazing to me. It's amazing what we let developers of JRPGs get away with. Yeah, like. still play them. Well, like, maybe that's, maybe it's just necessary that this is how games stay in Japan in terms of graphical quality. <laughs> unless like, you know, Capcom or Konami or Kojima is making it. Square. Um, Square makes pretty stuff Square, for the most part. Square can. But for, <laughs> for most studios, for most studios in Japan, this is like, it's like a ceiling that they hit 10 years ago. It's, yeah. And the, nothing is, the character design hasn't changed, the writing hasn't changed, nothing's really... The, the gameplay design tragically hasn't changed, and that I think is what kills the formula. And they still don't let female protagonists wear pants. It's just weird. They're, it's just weird. They're making the same game. Okay, wait a minute. Was Byleth in Fire Emblem? I'm pretty sure she wore pants. Fire, Fire Emblem. Byleth. I, n- I never Fire played any Emblem. of the Fire Emblem games. I couldn't get into them. Fire Emblem Three Houses. What's her name? Byleth. Bio. Uh, well, Byleth Bi- is B- Byleth is his or her name, depending on who you choose. And you're right, she's got short shorts on yep. and leotards. Yep. I'd completely forgotten that. No pants. She's wearing pants. If you choose the male character, you get pants. And if you choose the female character, you got super no short pants. sleeves. Hang on, hang on. Let's zoom in on this. Click. Oh, come on. Google Images, you yeah, are failing yeah, the fuck out Yeah, super short sleeves, pant pants with some weird kind of like markers on her legs, and a belly and, button hole in the shirt. And belly button hole and cleavage. Yep. Cleavage behind lace. So, oh, Japan. <laughs> Doesn't really ever change. Oh, I zoomed in way too far. I'm way too up in this person's business now. One day, one day, okay. Maybe I need to give some... No, you know what? I don't. I don't. I need to avoid Guilty Gear Strive. I need to not do that. Yeah. It... It would require a significant amount of commitment. Yeah, I don't need that. To... Yeah, no. To get into... Not necessarily because it is executionally difficult. It is not. But just understanding all the shit that's going on. Yeah, and and understanding... Like, I, I run into characters... The problem is... Yes, it has a wide, it has a pretty big roster, but I'm running into nothing but Bridget and Key and, like, the occasional um, Potemkin. Like, I'm not running into anybody else, and, and, and I hate, I hate Bridget so much. Fighting Bridget sucks. Why? And everybody's saying the same thing, fighting May sucks, but, I mean, it's... 
I'm not seeing the cool. I've not played against a single Faust. You know, it's. I would like to play against that match to see what it is. So it's like that pops up. I'm like, oh god, I have no matchup knowledge. I could I'm never. I could game. never handle a ranged character in any fighting game. None of those guys who like pop up shit on the map for you to for you to impact. I could never play those guys. I just didn't understand it. Well, I mean, let's see, you've got Happy Chaos is definitely a ranged character, and there's one or two other ones that have. Uh, Eddie, is not Eddie, but whatever. He has one other rage character. Yeah, yeah. So why is um, Blonde Girl so hard to... What's her name? Um, Oh, um... The one that um, you see all the time. Oh, I just forgot her name. She's got the uh, the yo-yos. Bridget. Yo-yos, okay. Bridget. Um, so it's because she, she doesn't do a ton of damage, but <clears throat> she's got really good range and really fast attacks. So it's like, I'll stick an anchor out because I think I'm good. And nope, counter hit, and like three or four hits, and it does. And then she'll come in and do it again. She's got good pressure, but she's also got good range. And it's it's hard to know when it's my turn, right? Fine, I blocked all your shit. It's my turn. Wait, no, it's not my turn. I, I hit a button and get counter hit. So it's like, okay, is it my turn now? No. So it's, I have not figured out which of her pressure is real and which of her pressure is... Because the animation in Guilty Gear is always extravagant, mm-hmm. right? To the point where it can obfuscate when you can counter hit or when you can attack back. Like, this is giant attack, and it's hard to tell because of how much animation there is when the attack actually ends. When When is it safe for me to do something? Is it now? Is it later? Is it before? Oh, really? And it, and, it, and it just comes from matchup knowledge. So it's like te- the, the temporal space of the hitbox. Yes. Along the hitbox box. Like, Yes, exactly. And the training mode doesn't have hitboxes, and those I would totally cheat and look at that and see what it is. I'm probably I could probably find it online, but you know, SRK is gone. So how do you find these things? But are you ever getting? Do you ever look like? Does it feel cheap? Do you like look at it? No. and Look at the animation and say it does look no, like that's traveling through that space. It, it doesn't feel cheap. It just it just I mean, Guilty Gear is full. Everybody has bullshit, and it's it's balanced because it's completely imbalanced because everybody has something that's ridiculous. Like, May is this tiny character that does way more damage than she should. Mm-hmm. Potemkin will do 60% in one hit if you get in there, but he has no dash. So it's all balanced by these things. Like, May, May's balanced by that damage by... It's kind of hard to get people to open up. with. It's hard to get someone get through someone's defense with May. But if I do, I'm going to hit you three times and take 25%. So there's there's a balance in there. So I need to figure out what Bridget's shortcoming is. And if well, she's so new, she's DLC, she may not have one right now. She may have to get balanced. Well, what it's, I don't know. Okay, the, that type of character, what it sounds like to me, is aren't there such a thing as like a crush attack that will, even if you're throwing out an attack, this attack is so heavy that it will... Um, armored attacks. Uh, there are some characters that have armored attacks that will go through a hit. Like Potemkin has a dash where he can come across the screen and hit you, and he has one hit of armor where you hit him once, fine, he's still coming to get you. So... Um, I I would also need to work on. I need to figure out what my best attacks on wake up are. The, the problem in Guilty Gear, problem not problem, just the way it's designed is if you if you wake up from uh, a hard knockdown and start hitting buttons, you're just gonna eat shit. There there really isn't much that's invincible on wake up, so you cannot just start mashing DP on wake up because they're already there and they're gonna hit you. It's you you are forced to defend. You hold that, and then. If you got a burst, you can burst out of it, push him away. 
You've got a double jump and an air dash. You can use that to get away sometimes. So it's Guilty Gear's got its own, own feel. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was so tempted, and then you turned me off it again with all that super technical <laughs> shit about this game. I'm just stick with Virtual Fighter. That's what I know. Maybe I'll look at Street Fighter when it comes out. Street Fighter Six looks good. The more I, see I know it, you're running around as an open world as your fighter. That sounds fucking awesome. It, it does. It's like they're, they're they're looking at Mortal Kombat going, wow, Mortal Kombat makes all the money. Maybe we should do something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it won't be as good as that because it's their first attempt, but at least it's an attempt. But it's also, um, this is the same publisher that does um, Resident Evil, right? Yeah, it's Capcom. Exactly. So it is entirely possible for Capcom to put the resources on this to produce uh, something that looks as good as Resident Evil. Village. It's using the RE engine. It's Ex- the same engine. Exactly. Um, well, I didn't know that, actually. Well, oh, yeah, it's, it's RE engine. But, uh, yeah, so there is potential for it to actually be quite good. I, I, I hope it is. I hope... Because 5 came out and was half a game when it came out, and I never got into it. And I'm not going to... Re- I own it. I'm not going to re-download it. I don't... I'll, I, I will be fine never playing Street Fighter Five again, ever. That's so sad. And... I would sooner download 4 again and play that. At least I would have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could download Super Turbo and play that. I always have fun playing Super Turbo. But I, I hope... I mean, there's no date yet. We're probably looking at that second half of next year. It's so sad when a franchise sense. you love diverges from your taste. It, it is. I just... My, my favorite take on it is there were some like fairly high-end esports guys in Japan who whose reaction to five at least in the beginning I mean now five is, is pretty much done and it's a much better game but when it first came out they're like well this is a job I have to play Street Fighter because that's where the money is they don't want to mm-hmm. but being a you know e athlete whatever you want to call it and you had to get paid well you got to play Street Fighter five brutal yeah. That's how some of the streamers apparently currently feel about Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just well, waiting for two. Hopefully it comes out. It'll come out. It will. Hopefully it's good. For a month. And different enough. Uh, it's definitely different than the current. It's going to come out in a month. They're going to have a month to play with it, and then and then God of War is going to come out. Yeah, but as I play God of War, um, I'll You're be... still going to match up Guilty Gear and afterwards. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm still going to you know play Overwatch after. Yeah, I have to watch you. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm not buying Guilty Gear. You talked me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there was a moment. There was a moment when I was... See, yeah. what it should have, and all fighting games should have this, they should have a free-to-play option where you get just a couple characters. I can play online against everybody. Like, yeah. there should be a free-to-play version of Guilty Gear that gives you soul and key. The you and Ken of the cast. Should be free. Uh, yeah, I would check that out. I would totally check that out. And if you like it, then you pay... Whatever you want yeah. for the rest of the cast. Yeah. They should all do that. Feel free to steal that, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's actually a good idea. And then like, and then I would get beaten up. Like I'd have the shit beaten out of me by this other character that I wouldn't understand. But I could go into the training and fight the character yes. in the training. But I couldn't play as the character until I bought them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind that yeah. at all. I like that a la carte. Mm-hmm. I just go in, spend five bucks on Giovanna. See if I like there it. There you go. I'd be done with it. Like, the whole game is there. Fine. If you want the full weird movie thing, you got to buy the full game, but I don't 
never going to watch that whole thing. <laughs> I would watch them. Well, wait a minute. Is it a bunch of dialogue things that you have to press through? Uh, no, it's honestly like animated and full and you could just kind of put the controller down and just watch it. Okay, that I would enjoy because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like the talky shit they used to do. Okay. No, it's, it's literally like a movie <laughs> with chapter breaks. Yeah, I could dig that. So, all right. In that case, Alex has left us. He had more important things to do. He has life. He is does that? have life. He's also young and does things. Mm-hmm. With people. Whereas, with people, yeah, with people. He meets people on purpose. He'll learn. He's young. <laughs> He'll come around. Yeah, in 20 years. Uh, in that case, for Alex Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you in a week. <laughs>